Welcome to the top three podcasts for entrepreneurs, your place to get the very best tips, tricks, and tactics from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Here's your host, Stephanie Burns, founder of Chic CEO. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Top 3 Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Burns, founder of Chic CEO. And today I have with me Dave Asprey, founder of the Bulletproof Executive. Uh, he's a Silicon Valley investor and technology entrepreneur who spent 15 years and over $300,000 to hack his own biology. Dave lost 100 pounds without counting calories or excessive exercise, used techniques to upgrade his brain by more than 20 IQ points, and lowered his biological age while learning to sleep more efficiently in less time. Learning to do these things, seemingly impossible things, transformed him into a better entrepreneur, a better husband, and a better father. And today, we're going to talk to Dave about his top three biohacks for entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Top 3 Podcast. Dave, how are you? I am well, Stephanie. Thanks for having me on. Of course. So I gave them a little bit of background about you, but can you tell our community um, how you how you came to creating the Bulletproof Exec and what you've what you've done up from your career up into this point and how it brought you to where you are? Many years ago, I was the first person to sell anything over the internet. Uh, I sold t-shirts that said caffeine, my drug of choice, out of my dorm room before the web browser was invented. And I, I didn't realize that that was the first working example of e-commerce because, well, we hadn't made up the e-commerce name yet, but it's kind of a neat little thing at the beginning of my career. Wow. That's cool. And <laughs> isn't it? Yes, very cool. Um, and I was written up as when I was maybe 23 in Entrepreneur Magazine and, and like 50 different publications for doing that, which was uh, which was astounding and amazing when, you know, I was very young and we didn't have all the benefits of the Internet that we have today for sharing information. So it was a it was a good lesson. Mm -hmm. And from there, I went on and I've had a, a, a really good career in Silicon Valley working on the Internet and cloud computing as we know it today. Um, I ran technology strategic planning for the company that had the first working example of, of cloud computing. Uh, this was a, a web hosting company. We also had Google's first servers in our buildings using our network. So basically, the stuff that makes the internet as we know it today work. Over that time, though, I found out in my mid-20s, I, I sort of noticed I weighed 300 pounds. But my my brain was starting to turn off. Like I was having a hard time maintaining energy and creativity and, and the things that I've done uh, in in order in order to create as an entrepreneur. If your brain doesn't work, you just you can't do it. So I, I really got serious. I, I worked out for eighteen months, six days a week, an hour and a half a day. I cut my calories to about eighteen hundred calories a day. Limited my fat, and I stayed at three hundred pounds. I just grew some muscle under my fat. It was really, really frustrating. But I started to get brain fog that that really was causing problems for my career. Like I, I couldn't remember what would happen in a meeting where I'm pretty sure I was supposed to be doing something, things like that. Mm -hmm. So I got into smart drugs and I ended up spending $300,000 doing everything that I could find that would increase human performance. I also along the way became a president and then chairman of an anti-aging research group that's been around for almost 20 years um, based in Silicon Valley called the Silicon Valley Health Institute. So I got to know like hundreds of researchers and experts on hacking the human body. And now I walk around as a guy who, who just turned 42 a couple days ago, 
I'm in better shape from every variable that I know how to track now than I was when I was 20. And, you know, my career has, has done really, really well ever, ever since I started taking smart drugs. I you know, hacked my brain in various ways as well as changed the way my biology itself works. About three years ago, I started writing for the Bulletproof Executive. You know, I started my blog. The idea was that, hey, maybe there's like 20 or 100 people who don't want to spend $300,000 and 15 years and just kind of exploring all these avenues, a lot of which didn't do anything. Maybe they'll just get some benefit from all the work I did because it's not really fair that I had an early win and I had enough money to do that. Mm. So it turns out more than a few hundred people cared. And I launched Bulletproof Coffee and I now I'm a full-time you know, professional biohacker. Uh, I left my full-time job in Silicon Valley as a vice president at a big internet security company in January of this year. Oh, wow. And we've had some really interesting conversations because uh, you were on a panel that I moderated at South by Southwest called Life Automation for Entrepreneurs. And so when we got to talk before the panel, during the panel, uh, you it's just so in, important and so fascinating, the work that you're doing, especially for entrepreneurs. Um, and right before we went on stage, you gave us all a shot of something. Can you tell us what that was? Because I don't remember, but it was supposed to help us while we were on stage. What was that? Do you remember? That was a beta version of a supplement I just launched. This is the most important supplement of my career. It's called Unfair Advantage. And one of the things that gives you more willpower and more energy is the actual energy production mechanisms in your cells. And what was in that shot was a new form of a supplement called PQQ. It's called Active PQQ. And it's in a, a patented delivery system. So when you take it, it helps the power plants in your cells, the mitochondria. It helps them work better now. And if you take it regularly, it helps you grow new ones, which is kind of cool. That is really cool. We were all uh, pretty stoked to to try it before <laughs> before going on stage. <laughs> that was really fun. So, Dave, we always like to ask our guests to give us a success quote, something that uh, you live by every day, something that helps you keep going what kind of what success quote do you live by it's a a quote from henry miller and he wrote the goal of life is not to accumulate power but to radiate to radiate power tell us tell us and i've always liked that well i've had this career in Silicon Valley, and there's a, a set of people who are just you know money, money, money. And honestly, I was one of those uh, in my my mid twenties, but I hadn't really thought about what do you do with success? Like, like why are you actually working so hard for this? Because you can get to the point where you have X amount of money and you move to an affordable country, and you know you can retire when you're 30 if you if you do things right. But if you want to measure the kind of impact that you're going to have on the world. Uh, it, it's not just about money. It's not just about power. It's about what is the use of that? What's the end? And what I decided to do um, as an entrepreneur was to start a company that would change people's lives uh, so that I could share some of the knowledge that, that I had done. And I firmly believe that when people's brains are biologically turned on, just when they have the right fuel and they don't have things blocking them, that people are nicer to each other. And that seems like a good thing to do. So that's what I'm working on. Awesome. And and I 
I wholeheartedly believe that's exactly what you're doing. So very cool. So let's launch into <laughs> let's launch into our top three tips for biohacking for entrepreneurs. What's the first tip that you have for um, all of us entrepreneurs listening? Well, I'm going to steal a few bits from the bulletproof deck, which quick plug launches December 2nd or bulletproofdietbook.com and I'll send you a bunch of the stuff I'm going to talk about here. Uh, but I'm not just going to talk about the book. One of the things that's most important for entrepreneurs who want to hack themselves is managing willpower. So you're not managing time. Uh, managing time is a fool's errand. Efficiently using time is good. But if you had an infinite amount of energy, you could get a ton done in a very little bit of time. So thinking in terms of hours in the day isn't always going to serve you well. Thinking about amount of energy you need to do a task in the minimum amount of time is really important. So I'm going to share three tips that are around managing willpower. And um, all of these are referenced from the book, but this isn't sort of a synopsis at all. The first thing to understand is that one of the areas where willpower comes from is the cellular energy, your mitochondria, which makes something called ATP. And if you are eating in such a way as to cause you to be weak, you will not have the amount of willpower that you should have. Mm. Think of it like this. There's a Labrador retriever, a you know, big floppy dog that drools a lot, and it's inside your head. And that represents the mammal part of who you are. Just this is an animal thing. And if you look at what a dog does, you, you throw a stick and the, the dog immediately stops what it's doing and runs after the stick. Well, there's your distractibility. And entrepreneurs tend to have more distractibility, not less. So that, that's a manifestation of this part of your body. The second thing a Labrador will do is like, oh, look, something's spoiled on the sidewalk. I think I'll eat that. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> so there's a part of you that's like, I'm not going to eat the bagel. And then, well, okay, I'm just going to eat half the bagel. Like what part of you convinced you to eat half the bagel? That was your Labrador going, ooh, a bagel. Uh, and then... The other thing that the Labrador retriever is fond to do is, oh, look, a leg. I think I'll go mate with it. <laughs> so those are the three behaviors that all of us have that are the most frustrating ones. They're also ones that are highly rewarding. Mm. If you have those urges, like most of us do, like to eat stuff that maybe you shouldn't be eating and to you know, have inappropriate relationships and to go do Facebook instead of you know, starting your next company – all of those motivations come from a part of your body and you use your human brain to override those and you use your willpower to do it. The only problem is that willpower is a finite resource. You only have so many decisions in a day that you can make before you run out of good decisions. And managing your willpower so you don't get willpower fatigue and you don't get decision-making fatigue is critical but supporting the energy that it takes to make those decisions is important. And that's why the first biohack for entrepreneurs is use your food as fuel. So eat to maximize the amount of power you have because that will directly support your willpower. And it also will stop depleting your willpower. Because if you ate something that caused food cravings, and most people have food cravings all the time, they just call it hunger, but they're different animals. So if you have a food craving all the time, the conversation in your head at 10 a.m. looks something like this. You're sitting in the meeting room. There's a plate of bagels or cookies or whatever, donuts. And then the Labrador says, eat that. And then your willpower says, no. And then 
within one second, the Labrador says, eat that. And if you've ever had a dog, you've seen a dog sit at the table and look at you with those big eyes, right. your own body is doing that to you, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, so eventually, is. the dog gets the treat, whether it's the dog in your head or the dog under the table. So you've burned willpower that you could have used to change the world, to start your company, to treat your employees better, and you burned it for nothing because you ate something that caused cravings. So you owe it to yourself to maximize your willpower. And that's what the Bulletproof Diet is all about. Like there's a, a free roadmap you can get if you download it, order bulletproofdietbook.com. I, I won't sell you anything other than I'm going to ask you to go to Amazon and buy the book anyway. But the important thing is download the infographic. It'll tell you what to eat when. And the core of that is, believe it or not, for breakfast, Bulletproof Coffee, which by now many people have heard of. It's coffee without toxins that cause cravings, plus grass-fed butter, plus brain octane oil, which comes from coconuts, but is very highly concentrated. People lose their food cravings. They stop thinking about food. And when the plate of bagels is in front of you, the Labrador doesn't care. And that is liberating because all the energy that went into just telling yourself no went away and you can use it to tell other people yes. And that's number one. Very cool. And this is something, uh, willpower, decision fatigue, that was something that we did talk about when we were on our panel at South by Southwest, which is highly, highly fascinating. Um, and there's a lot of different things that go into building up and maintaining your willpower reserves during the day. And you're saying eating is the first one, really maximizing. It is. Mm -hmm. It's the number one place that you lose willpower and it's the number one place you can build willpower, which is kind of cool. That's really cool. So tell me your second tip, your second biohack for entrepreneurs. My second biohack is, is owning your own stress. It turns out that we have biological stress, and by the way, hunger is one of those, but there's other stressors. It's too hot, it's too cold, or the kind of stress that's easiest to manage is, I don't know why I'm stressed, but I feel anxiety. I feel it in my chest, it's in my gut, I'm, I'm uncomfortable, I don't know why. It turns out that most of that stuff is survival instinct coming directly from that same Labrador in your head. And it's a survival instinct that says something that I've identified in the course of my life, uh, I've identified using automated pattern recognition, not my thinking brain. Um, there's something that might be a threat. And to most of us, email might be a threat, <laughs> unfortunately. Okay. The phone ringing might be a threat. And if you don't believe me, wire yourself up to an EEG and look at what your nervous system does when your phone rings. It jumps the same way it would as if a tiger was in the room. And I, in fact, I first noticed that in 1997. Uh, I was amazed to look at what just a simple ringing phone did to my nervous system. I'm like, oh my God, this isn't okay. So what do you do to own your stress? One thing you can do <clears throat> is you can actually um, get a heart rate monitor use an app called Stress Detective, and you can track your stress all day long and get a report at the end of the day so you can see what times of day, what meetings, what situations caused your stress to spike. You can also train it using something called the Inner Balance Sensor. Uh, Inner Balance is made by HeartMath. I'm an advisor to the company, but not a paid advisor, uh, and I carry their stuff on my site. I'm a certified trainer in their method, but I, I don't have a a, a strong financial incentive here. Like you can go buy it from someone else and I'm just giving away this information so I'm not selling. Mm -hmm. What this device does is it clips on your ear and it looks at the spacing between your heartbeat. And it turns out that when you're not stressed, when your parasympathetic nervous system is acting, then 
your heartbeat has different spacing between each beat. And when you are stressed, the spacing is very even. So this gives you a little exercise to breathe in, breathe out, and make the light turn green. And you make the light turn green by changing the spacing between your heartbeats consciously. It sounds hard, except it's easy when you have a phone telling you when you're doing it right or doing it wrong. When you learn this, it takes 10 minutes a day for six weeks, I do it with my coaching clients, then you have the ability to sense when your fight or flight response was triggered without your permission, and you have the ability to play whack-a-mole, literally, oh, look, it just turned on again, and then you, you turn it off. So now suddenly, the stress that was burning energy, taking your mind off of the important things, now you know when something took your mind off, you know what it was, and you know how to turn it off. That's pretty amazing. That's really amazing. And how long has this device been out? 10 years. Wow. Wow, that's really and and you coach you coach personal clients on on managing their stress? I coach personal clients on becoming extremely high performance human beings. Mm-hmm. With my book launch and all my coaching hours are are very limited. I, I do a couple a couple clients a week mm-hmm. and I I do that um I mean there's a waiting list right now, but I do that because it keeps me sharp for my own self and for the writing I do and because I really like to help people who are changing the world. So yeah. I, I tend to focus on um you know people who are who are really doing big things because oftentimes it's three or four coaching sessions and they get that skill and they tweak their nutrition and they learn how to sleep, which by the way is our number three biohack. <laughs> Excellent. So let's talk about sleep. Also planning segues is is biohack number four, in case that wasn't clear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice. I didn't plan that. It just happened. But let's talk about sleep. Okay. Sleep is terribly important and entrepreneurs generally suck at it. Uh, I've met a few who just naturally sleep all night, wake up refreshed, but they're the exception, not the rule. Uh, Just about every client I've worked with has one of two sleep problems. Either they don't go to sleep very well or they don't stay asleep very well or both. So I've written a lot on the blog, on the Bulletproof Executive blog about sleep hacking. And if you go there and click on sleep, I'll give you you all of the information I'm about to tell you verbally. So it's just there to read and use. Most people don't track their sleep. They don't know how well they slept. They just know, do I feel good or do I not feel good in the morning, which isn't a very good proxy for how well you slept. It's okay, Um, but it tends to disappear. When I go to sleep, I use an app on my phone called Sleep Cycle. It's, I don't know, $2 or something. And it uses the microphone to monitor how much I toss and turn. So when I wake up, I get a little report on my phone that says, how many hours of sleep did you get? And what was your sleep score? The data is not that good, but night over night, it, it gives me, okay, was it better or worse than last night? I also have a sensor that's stuck to my mattress from a company called Bedit, and that emails me a detailed report of my sleep, including noise, light, sound, actually I said sound, uh, heart rate variability, how much I tossed and turned, how many, how many dream cycles I had versus how many deep sleep cycles. And it turns out, when you get all that data, you can control your environment to make you sleep better, and healthy people need less sleep. Uh, I referenced a study on the site of 1.2 million people's sleep habits, and they found that people who slept six and a half hours a night lived longer than people who slept eight hours a night. Wow. Um, I'm not saying cut your sleep to live longer. I'm just saying if you are going to live longer, you'll need less sleep. So build your biology, build your life so that you wake up feeling refreshed in six and a half hours, and there is not a need for you to get eight hours. 
if you are exhausted after eight hours, something's wrong and you need to work on that. Right. So I, you know, obviously we have 72,000 entrepreneurs in our network and I talk to a lot of them all the time. I'm one of the people that I can fall asleep super fast, but I'm awake almost every night from 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. And I don't, sleeping pills aren't going to work for me because all of that handles going to sleep or putting me to sleep, melatonin, those kinds of things. What would you say to someone like me who wakes up in the middle of the night like, like it's the middle of the day? I would want to look at what you're doing nutritionally before you go to sleep. Some people wake up because they run out of energy in their brain. The most, not the most, one of the most important things that your brain does at night, we just sort of figured out, and it's called the glymphatic system replacement. So you have cerebrospinal fluid that bathes your brain. At night, your brain cells release cellular toxins and it's carried away by the system so that we're basically changing the fluids in your brain so you can be refreshed the next day. We're even starting to hypothesize that this may be the reason we need to go to sleep so we can basically do maintenance on our on our servers. Mm. Well, this is driven by cellular energy, by mitochondria. So if you have healthier energy in your cells, you actually can replace the fluid more efficiently and you'll probably need less sleep. There are also exercises you can do for that. But in your case, what I think might be going on is you could just be running out of fuel. So there's two different groups of people. One group of people does better on raw honey before bed because it raises and stabilizes your blood glucose. So you would take a couple of teaspoons of raw honey. Another group of people does better on hydrolyzed grass-fed collagen protein, which is a non-stimulating, non-inflammatory uh, amino acid uh, blend. Basically, it, it comes from from protein. It's also a building block for hair and skin, so it's got its anti-aging properties. Um, I do manufacture a collagen like that. Uh, it's a bulletproof brand of collagen. But you just take a, a tablespoon or two of it before bed, and you, you can see what that does. So there's basically a fuel component that could be there. The other thing that comes to mind for you is that most people don't have good quality sleep hygiene. Their windows allow light to come into the room, and they live in cities. So their body, the meat of your body, it always believes that it's not really nighttime because there's too much light. We didn't evolve to have that much light. If you tape over the LEDs and you black out your window, hang up blankets or whatever, I have special curtains for blacking out my windows. Uh, when I go to sleep, it's pitch black. I can't see my hand in front of my face. And I sleep like a baby. And if I go to sleep with city lights leaking in around a window, I'm just not going to sleep as well. So making it dark and then not staring at brightly lit screens before bed will also make you sleep all night long. Mm. And that's probably my that's probably exactly what's happening because I look at my phone, I read my Kindle, um, and I'm, yeah. I'm reading until I fall asleep, but the lights are on because I'm reading. That is a major issue, and it's not, you're not alone there. It's happening to more and more people. The type of light you use matters. Get rid of the compact fluorescent, those little curly lights. Those are terrible for your eyes and they're terrible for your circadian biology. What you should do is incandescent lights on a dimmer switch or next to my bed, I have an amber light that has no blue spectrum in it at all. So it's oh. kind of kind of like a bug light. You can read with one of those and your body thinks it's pitch black because as long as there's no blue light, you're okay. You can also get glasses that are about eight bucks on Amazon that block blue light. And yes, they look like laser safety goggles because that's what they are. And you look like a total dork. Like these are not, <laughs> they're not Victoria's Secret approved, if you know what I'm saying. But if you're going to just 
sit in bed and read and you're going to sleep all night long like a baby because you wore dorky glasses. Um, I'm, I do that. Then again, I wear dorky glasses on stage half the time. So <laughs> I have no shame when it comes to my sleep. <laughs> That's great. I will definitely take that. I have, I have heard uh, the raw honey uh, before bed. I have not tried it. So I will definitely try that too. Um, and then I'll look into an amber sleep because I, I like to read before bed. It's really the only time that I get to myself to, to read. Um, so I'll give that a try too and see, I'll report back and see if my sleep is better. So obviously, you know, <clears throat> your book is coming out. I'm so excited. I, I pre-ordered it months ago. Um, and I am, I'm so excited for your book. So tell us about your book because we always ask for a book recommendation anyway. And I, I hope that you're recommending your own book because I think it's going to be fabulous. So tell us about it. I am going to recommend the Bulletproof Diet book, and right now I'm working on hitting the New York Times list, which is really important just so more people can get access to the book. And I've spent a lot of time just, just pouring pouring some of the best stuff that I have into it. I think the writing quality is, is where it needs to be. Uh, this wasn't sort of thrown together. I, I used biohacking as I was writing the book. So I was using lasers on my head. I was using my nutritional recommendations. I was taking smart drugs, and I ended up pulling like a, a series of all-nighters, uh, one after the other. I sleep like, like two hours a night and just crank through the book. Uh, sort of went into a flow state and just stayed there for days on end, wow. uh, which is where really good creativity happens. Yeah. The the book is based around a roadmap that that by the way is free you can just get that uh, you can just download it from the website from bulletproofexec.com and, and I'll send you that and a bunch of other stuff if you send me your receipt from Amazon so I'm not trying to sell you my book I'm saying please buy it from Amazon <laughs> um, or Barnes and Nobles or wherever else you go just let me know you bought it and I'll send you all kinds of good stuff but cool. the number one thing you'll get is the printable roadmap you put it on your fridge and it instead of saying do this don't do that it says look some proteins are better for you than others so here's a spectrum Try and eat higher on the spectrum. At the top of it, there are kryptonite, or sorry, at the, at the bottom of it, there are kryptonite foods. These are foods that are bad for everyone. You really don't want to go in that direction. In the middle, there's suspect foods that cause problems for mass numbers of people, but maybe you're okay on those. You need to test it and figure it out. And at the top of it, there are bulletproof foods. And these are foods that, for the vast majority of people, increase human performance. They give you more willpower. They make you feel full and satisfied. And what you end up with is is on one sheet of paper, uh, eat eat this if you don't have a choice. Like these are the ones if you don't have a preference, these are the ones that are going to give you better performance. So choose the grass fed steak, choose wild caught fish versus industrial chicken or even worse tofu. And then I also make recommendations about what timing does for your food. It turns out that eating eating your carbohydrates at breakfast will absolutely cause varying energy and fluctuations in blood sugar throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Eating them in the evening, like the raw honey trick, it actually helps you sleep better. So I recommend limiting carbohydrates, not eliminating them, and doing it cyclically. And it's all on one sheet of paper. It's easy to follow, even if you have a short attention span. And this is you know multiple years of looking at nutrition and, and experimenting on myself. And it, it's all on one sheet of paper. So it, the book is built around that. And the whole point is how do you eat to have the most willpower, to not have to worry about how you look, and to be full of, of just energy and vitality. And it's not a bodybuilding diet. It's not a starvation weight loss diet. But you tend to put on muscle. You tend to lose fat. And most importantly, you tend to have your brain working all day long every day. And that's what it's built for. 
and that's that's really really important, especially for entrepreneurs. I think, and I, my biggest uh, hope for a healthy lifestyle is that my brain functions better, so that I can run my business better and I can be more innovative. So I think that's that's huge for the entrepreneurial community. I'm so happy that you're tackling this because it really is about our brains, and I think that's the most important thing to us. You know. Yeah. It, if you if you want to bring it and you want to create something but you don't have the energy to bring it, mm-hmm. you're going to sit there and you're going to just flop around. Mm. And I spent a lot of my career flopping around because I didn't have what it took to bring it. And now I, I own my biology. I, I control my environment so that it supports my biology. And I have more energy now than I've ever had in my life. And, and that is the goal behind this. Oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. So we always ask our guests to when we end our top three podcasts to give us a challenge, what would you challenge our community to do to be better entrepreneurs and better business owners? Let's think about this for a minute. That's a really, really interesting, uh, an interesting challenge because you're talking about something to help their business. I think they can do personally to help their business. I think that the number one thing you could do to help your business isn't in the Bulletproof Diet book, although it's a core part of my recommendations for my clients and, and things I've talked about on uh, on the podcast. And that would be uh, something that I do with my uh, five-year-old and my seven-year-old every night before bed. And when I'm putting them to bed, I say, let's do grateful. And what that means is that you identify three things that happened that day that you're grateful for and you just list them. So for my kids, it's oftentimes, oh, we had dinner, you know, we played, whatever. So what you could do is for the next two weeks or next week, every night before bed, find three things that happened in your day and write them down on a sheet of paper or just mentally list them. Just three things you're grateful for. And that will actually help you build your business and it'll change your mindset. And when you do that, all sorts of good things happen. And uh, if you do this in a state where you have enough energy to fuel your brain all night so you can sleep better, that's even better. Mm-hmm. I, I love this tip. And this is actually something I have recently implemented. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. Two, two of my very dear girlfriends and I have a shared Google spreadsheet. And every night before bed, the, the three of us put in five successes from the day. And we find that all it does is make us want to have bigger successes the next day. And it totally fires us all up. And I have loved the results that we've been seeing from it. It's just this tiny little tiny little spreadsheet that we've started. And it's making a massive difference in all of our business. So I love this tip. And I think, I think this is a great challenge for our community. Thank you, Dave. This is great. We have uh, really enjoyed having you on, Dave. Every time I talk to you, it's just so fascinating and I'm so excited for your book. I hope everybody uh, grabs it on Amazon because I think it's going to be just epic and thank you for all the work that you do for entrepreneurs. So I hope to have you on again and thank you so much for joining us. Stephanie, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Top 3 Podcast. If you're looking to start a business, come on over to chic-ceo.com to get all of the information you need to get moving. If you're looking to grow your existing business, you aren't quite ready for a business coach, but you know you need some higher level business strategy, the Chic Elite program is a perfect fit. So head on over to chic-ceo.com to check out all the resources and for the show notes to today's episode.